Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Why you need to cut out toxic fucks today. We are having a lovely conversation around toxic people, toxic relationships, what to do, what to look out for, and let's have some fun with it. So my intention for this podcast is by the time you get to the end of it, you have developed more of an awareness on why it's important to not have toxic people in your life dragging your shit down, why it's important to not be a part of toxic people in toxic environments and the kind of damage that it can do if you don't remove yourself. So let's have some fun with it in today's podcast. I haven't really dived into any of this kind of topics recently, so I think it's going to be a good one and I hope that you get some value out of it. So let's get into today's podcast talking about toxic fucks in three, two, one. Why you need to cut out toxic fucks out of your life ASAP. How to deal with toxic people, how to deal with toxic relationships. So let's start with saying this. Most people understand to varying degrees the importance of not having shitty relationships or being a part of shitty relationships. Most people understand the importance of not having shitty people around them that don't bring out the best in them and constantly are causing anxiety and frustration and stress and all of those things that we would rather not feel too much of. So my question is, why is it that we know that we shouldn't be in relationships that cause us to feel shit most of the time? Why is it that we feel crap when we hang out with this person, this family member, or we talk to that that friend or friend, we'll put that in, in, uh, in inverted commas. Why is it that when we see that person come up on our phone calling or text messaging that we get this really kind of shit feeling and our heart starts racing and we know that it's not the best to be associating with this particular person in this particular relationship. So why is it that we continue to do this to ourselves in the form of almost self-punishment? And this applies to friends, this applies to family, this applies to everyone. And what you need to understand is something that's very, very simple. So whether you agree with what I'm about to say or not, it doesn't change the fact that it is true. So whether you agree with this or not, currently it is true. And I'm I'm sure that you will agree with this. So whether or not you agree with it, you will become and you are a product of your environment. This is why if you are in toxic relationships, whether it be friends, family, both work, work relationships, all of that, that you need to remove yourself from that ASAP if you want to live the best version of life possible. So whether you like it or not, you become a product of your environment. So if you are associating yourself with people 
that don't bring out the best in you or situations or relationships, whether it be intimate, whether it be family, whether it be, it doesn't matter. If you are in situations and relationships with people that don't bring out the best in you, then you need to understand that you will become and you have become a product of your environment. So as much as you think that you are different to these people, as much as you want to break out of the negativity and the crap that comes along with being in this toxic shit, you are part of the problem if you continue to stay. Now, I am not coming from a place that I am a relationship expert. I'm definitely not coming from that place. But what I will say is coaching hundreds, probably thousands of clients along the 14 years that I've been a personal trainer from all walks of life, super wealthy, super poor, teachers to lawyers to barristers, dentists, primary school, you know, you name it. I have trained, I have trained people from every walk of life. And one thing that is consistent amongst everyone is that people that hang out with others that pull them down in one way or the other, or just don't bring out the best of them, end up living a life of misery, of pain, of just feeling shit. And I'm sure that you don't want to feel shit, which is why I think this topic of conversation is a really important one. And unfortunately, I find that we adults, we lower our standards when it comes to this topic, when, when it's our friends, in particularly when it's our family. And it's almost like, especially let's, let's talk about family for a second. It's almost like we have a set of rules for people that we associate with, our work colleagues, our, our you know, friends that we sometimes see. But then when it comes to our direct family or close friends, we seem to drop all the standards of what we have held with all these other people. And all of a sudden, it's anything goes and anyone can say anything to you and anyone can overstep the boundaries and anyone can kind of just shit on what your expectations are of th- that you have of them. And it's just like anything goes. And of course, that becomes a shit show. Now, uh, an example of this is one that my wife actually, Melissa, was a part of many, many years ago. And that was, she had an auntie. And this auntie was one that my that my wife, that Melissa, really, really respected and would take advice from her. And they would spend a lot of time with each other because Melissa didn't have a mom for the most part of her growing up, she looked at her sister, which was her auntie, as the as the mother role, right? And would respect her and listen to all the, all the advice that she used to give. The trade-off to this was that her auntie used to bully her emotionally and make her feel like she is not worthy of certain things. And whenever Melissa would bring up the the joys of that are happening with with our relationship back in the day we were just dating then she would just like find any excuse to kind of like poke the shit into the story and make it seem and just like downplay the whole thing so it's almost like she couldn't handle Melissa's auntie couldn't handle seeing her niece be happy and I observed this going on for many, many years and until I actually said something. And then one day 
I had just kind of reached the point where I'm like, this is really fucking, we were having a discussion and it almost, I think it turned into an argument I was having with Melissa and, and I was said to her something along the lines of like, this is so fucking crazy. Like you are so assertive when it comes to when I, when I'm dealing with you and you will fucking pull me up. No problems. Right. When we having, when we're having a discussion, if I say something that you feel is out of line, bang, you're onto me for it, which is fine. But here's what I'm noticing. Every time that your auntie is saying something that is overstepping the boundary that you have with me, you seem to just cop it and cop it and take it and say nothing and let this emotional bullying go on. And you are left when she leaves the house feeling like shit, which then you take it out on me. And I just don't understand how you won't accept something like that from me. You won't accept something like that from a stranger, from a friend, any of that. But when it comes to your own flesh and blood being your auntie, that you are completely okay with her treating you like shit and you feeling like shit post her leaving. Like, I just don't understand that. And I helped to have her realize and understand that like she is lowering the bar and not having any boundaries with her auntie, the ones that she has with me, so fucking strict and tall. Like she had none of these because it was like family and she was like the closest representation of her mother. It's like, yeah, I totally get that. But you cannot allow someone to overstep their boundary with you. You just can't do it. And I've seen this happen time and time and time again. And you know what happened? When I brought this to Melissa's attention and when she actually addressed it in her, with her auntie in a sense that she started being more assertive and started standing up for herself, then all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, what happened was the auntie started to back down and started to distance herself away. And how often do we see this happening in a bully, a bully kind of situation where a kid will go up onto the playground and and pick the weakest, most vulnerable person until and keep doing it until that weak, vulnerable kid stands up to the bully and says like, fuck you, I'm not taking it anymore. And then what happens is the bully then just moves on to the next person, the next most vulnerable person. And the reason why I shared with you this story is that we lower our standards for some weird reason with our friends, with our family, because we have this fear that we don't want to be alone and we are very primal at our core. And essentially we're just like advanced chimps walking around and we want to belong and we want to feel a part of a tribe, of a community. And we have this inherent hardwired belief system that we need to accept or we should just be okay with being treated like shit from our family for the sake of keeping them around. And I'm here on this podcast to tell you that if you have family members that make you feel shit, then you need to remove yourself out of that situation. Just like Melissa did and surprise, surprise, the auntie pissed off and she hasn't heard anything from her ever again. So it goes to show of what kind of depth the relationship actually was. And if it, all it took was Melissa being more assertive and standing up for herself, which is something that her auntie should have been proud of, she's seen that as a threat because she was an insecure bully and fucked off she went. So everyone gets the same standards. Everybody, whether it's friends, whether it's family, 
If you want to live the most healthiest, inspired version of your life, you must conduct these kinds of relationships with your friends, with your family, with work colleagues. Everyone gets a set of very, very clear fucking boundaries that they do not overstep because if they do, there are consequences. There is a great saying that says the standard that you walk past, the standard that you don't address with someone, whether it be a friend, a family member, you allow someone to yell at you, you allow someone to treat you like shit, say something that is out of line. If you do not do anything about it and you just walk past that, then bang, all automatically you have accepted that. And guess what? It happens again and it happens again and it happens again until you reach a point where you've had enough and you have a complete meltdown and blow up and a massive fight. And all of that can be alleviated if you draw some very, very clear fucking boundaries of what people are to follow and the kind of rules that you expect people to have if they are going to have you in their life. And I don't give a fuck if it's a friend, if it's a family, everyone needs the same rules everyone gets the same same standards because i don't know about you but i have seen plenty of people and i have been in relationships with others where i have felt like there was way more bad times than good and here's the reality life is so fucking short it really is too short to be spending it feeling shit feeling stressed feeling a heightened sense of anxiety being around these kinds of toxic people and relationships. So stop wasting time. Stop wasting your valuable time on these kinds of relationships. If you are in a relationship, whether it be an intimate one, a a personal one, whether it be a friend or a family or a work colleague, and you feel shit more times than you do feel good, then it is your responsibility to do something about it because you are the only one that can change the situation and it is your responsibility to do something about it. When the bad times outweigh the good, you need to leave ASAP. Now, look, I totally get it's easier said than done. I totally get that there is a lot of factors that go into potentially why you are continuing this relationship, but I guarantee None of those are good enough excuses for you to hang around, to continually to keep disrespecting yourself and to continually feel like shit on a on an ongoing basis. Like do it from do it a a place of self-love and respect. And I'll say this, especially if you have kids, this is a big one. If you have kids and you are currently in toxic relationships and you are in relationships with your with family, with friends, with work colleagues and your kids see, feel, hear all of the negative shit that is coming along with that tex- toxic relationship, then my question to you is this. What kind of example are you setting? What kind of teachings are you showing? What kind of message are you sending to your kids about what a healthy functioning relationship looks like? What kind of message are you sending about, hey, it's okay that this person treats me like shit. That's my mum. It's okay that this person talks to me like crap at the shops. That's a stranger. It's okay that this family member calls me out and makes me look like a dickhead every time we get around at the family barbecue. Like that's okay. 
And I'm here to tell you that it is not okay. And it is very damaging for your kids to see you accept that. Because guess what? By you accepting it, you have taught your kids that that is an acceptable way to treat people. And this, my friend, explains why this kind of shit, this toxic problems that happens within people's relationships is so systemic and it goes on and on and on through the fucking generations, on and on and on until somebody makes a decision to cut this shit that goes on and to say enough is enough, things are going to be different because if you don't come to that point and if you don't make a decision and hopefully this podcast is going to inspire you, then if you don't make a change, then nothing changes and the same shit goes on. And guess what? Your kids will be in the exact same predicament as what you currently are. And automatically they'll attract shitty kinds of relationships. They'll they'll attract these toxic people into their life because they developed this belief system from you when they were younger about not falling trapped into this toxic relationship with the, with their friends, with their family. And the funny thing is, is so much of this is going on within our lives. Like so many people I know are in this situation where they continually keep getting kicked in the fucking face and they kept eating it and they keep eating it and they keep eating it. And my question to you is why? Like, why does it need to be like that? Like, are you truly better off having these toxic friends and family around you? Do you truly feel like you are better having them around you than not? Like, really? Life is just way too short to be having and associating with people that make you feel like shit. And I tell you one thing, you don't want to get to the end of all of this and have regret about should have done this, should have done that, especially when it comes to the people that you chose to have in your life. I have said this all the time and I actually, after I brought that up with Melissa and I used to explain to her the importance of standing up to her auntie so that she no longer gets bullied, I said to her, I don't know about you, Melissa. I used to, or I didn't call her Melissa, I called her babe. I said, I don't know about you, babe. I would fucking rather be the loneliest person person on the planet then feel like that every time I have a family member around. And if that is the alternative, then I'd rather be lonely because at least I'm not going to treat myself like shit. But if I continue to hang around this family member, I'm going to feel miserable every fucking time they're around. And what kind of life is that? So my message to you today is very simple. Do an audit of your relationships. Do an order on on the people that you currently hang around and how they how do they make you feel? Because you can pretend, you can lie, you can do you can do whatever. You can try to act like there's no problem, but if you are leaving conversations, visiting someone's house, having someone around and you feel shit inside, then you need to pay attention to that because you can try to pretend that that's not happening. But your fucking body and your soul and your brain is very, very clever to work out that if it doesn't like the vibe that's going on between this person, between that relationship with that, then it is going to give you massive alarm bells and you can try to avoid it. You can try to suppress it. You can try to pretend, but that will not, that shit feeling that you get will not go away until it is addressed and you do something about it. And I'm here to tell you that it's your responsibility to do something about it, especially if you are a parent, you do not want to be teaching your kids this shit and you do not want to be having them 
to create this belief that it's okay for dad to be treated like shit. It's okay that dad is yelled at. It's okay that dad is disrespected constantly by this person. I'm here to tell you that it is not okay. And if you are in this current situation now where you have toxic fuckers in your life, you need to end it ASAP. I'm not saying it's going to be easy and I'm not saying it's not going to come with some level of collateral damage. I totally get that it will, but it's far better to have that amount of short-term damage now than live a for the rest of your life filled with anxiety, filled with stress, filled with rubbish and the accumulated gunk that comes with dealing with these kinds of people. And if you choose to allow yourself to be disrespected, you don't have a good relationship with yourself. Straight fucking simple. If you are going to allow someone to treat you like shit and throw your hands up in the air and say, what can I do? Then guess what? you have a terrible relationship with yourself because if you love yourself to the degree of what you should be as a man, and if you look in the mirror and you love what you see and you appreciate everything you see about the person staring back at you, that you will not allow someone to make you feel like shit, make you make to make you feel like you're a lesser person, that you're not worthy. It's bullshit. So that's it for today. Nice and deep. Nice and uh, nice and thought-provoking. And I hope that now you have more of an awareness around this. And maybe if you are in a position where you have currently shitty relationships going on and you feel shit when you are around a certain person or in a certain relationship, I get that it's easier said than done. But my hope is that my, my true hope is that you do something about that because yes, it's going to be tough to remove yourself out of the situation, but I promise you it is the best alternative in the long term, especially if you are a parent, even if you're not a parent, do this for yourself, for your own self-respect and dignity and your level of standard. And you know what happens? What's interesting is that many, many, many years ago when I made the decision that I was going to create very, very fucking strict and consistent boundaries with people that want to associate with me, do you know what the interesting thing is? When you have a higher level of standard that you hold everyone to, then automatically people pick up on that vibe. And all of a sudden, the ones that treat you like shit and used to yell at you, they don't fucking do that anymore because they feel and they know that they cannot get away with that anymore. So they remove themselves out of the environment. They do it automatically for you, but you have to make the decision first and foremost, because if you accept it once, then my friend, you are going to accept it hundreds of times. So that is it from me. I hope that you got value on hashtag Motivation Monday. It's your coach, Daniel. We'll do it all again tomorrow, jumping on for another topic. I truly hope that you got value from this. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate your eyes. And if this resonates with you, and if this needs to be heard from a friend or a family member that you currently know that is in this situation right now and needs to hear this, then you need to send this to them, tag them in it, send them the podcast link because this is important and this needs to get out. That's it from your coach, Daniel, from the Dad Bar Project. Have the fucking most amazing life. Have the most amazing start to your week and make sure you set up these very clear fucking boundaries so that nobody ever again disrespects you and that you live the most healthiest, happiest, most abundant life possible. 
Thanks so much for your attention and we will chat tomorrow. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dad bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dad bod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.